Welcome to the Kingdom Influencing Podcast, and I'm your host, Derek L. Calhoun. KIPP, for short, brings you an exclusive look at the nature of humanity as we interface with culture and society in and out of our relationship with God. It explores the unique and contrasting position of having a biblical worldview versus a secular or societal worldview. I will explore these topics using the powerful and dynamic tools of the didactic narrative, teaching a relevant truth through storytelling, biblical exposition, teaching Bible principles, and of course, real talk. My background scans a diversity of over 35 years of work in education, government, law, ministry, business development, and consulting, respectively. Each guest speaker will bring a variety of wisdom and insight to life topics and situations that we encounter on a daily basis. So all I need you to do now as listeners is to sit back and enjoy the podcast, spread the word about KIPP, the Kingdom Influencing Podcast, and I will be your host, Derek L. Calhoun. That's hashtag KIP, hashtag KIP. Help me to make KIP your favorite Friday podcast. Now, let's get started. Hey, hey, KIP Nation, what's going on? I hope you enjoyed last week's message. We were talking about being a Christian operative in a post-millennial or a post-modern world. And today, we have a guest here, uh, Tavis Smiley from Bridgeport, Connecticut, who is an aspiring actor, an aspiring model. And I don't even want to say aspiring because he's already in the field. He's already climbing that mountain and uh, dealing with some of the vicissitudes of life that come along with being in arts and entertainment. And uh, he's here with us today. So blessed to have him. So blessed to have known him. I've known him all his life. And uh, he has matured and come into a place of, of really loving God and loving people and doing the work of the kingdom. And it's just an honor to have Tavis on the show. Hey, Tav. Bishop, what's going on, man? Thank you for having me. Oh, man, my honor, my pleasure, man. Uh, I, I was saying to this audience, man, that I've known you since you were uh, three or four years old. And yeah, we've, we've gone way back, <laughs> way you know. Back. Yeah. It's just funny, like, I woke up one morning just thinking about it, like, how you were saying, you know, me being in that field of, like, the arts and entertainment. Mm -hmm. I woke up one morning and I posted something on my, on my Instagram page, and I was talking about love what you do. Yeah. And, like, I yes, I, I love what I do, which is, like, yes, like, the arts, the modeling, the acting, and whatever else comes with it. Mm -hmm. But also, too, like, I, you know, I have a job working with kids. I work with special needs, so to be in both fields it's just been an amazing and a blessing thing that's a dual mountain both special needs that that's the mountain of education and we talk about dominion theology and then we're talking about arts and entertainment that's a lot and you're engaging both of these mountains at the same time um i guess my question for you is what is it like man uh being young you're, you're 27 years old and I know I got a large listening audience of young people who are out there, you know, trying to make strides, trying to get into their groove with God. Like, 
where's this niche that God would have me to be in? You found it early in life. Uh, so what's it like, man, climbing those mountains of education and arts and entertainment? Tell me about your beginnings and how you got started. I'll say this much. is It definitely has its challenging days. Okay. You know, I'm a firm believer where it's like, you know, that the enemy doesn't stop going at you. Yeah. You know, and, and it says it right there in the Bible, you know, he seeks to kill, steal, and destroy you. Sure. And I'm a firm believer, like, that. that's just what he does. But I, I'm also a believer that, like, I can do all things through Christ. Strengthens me. Okay. So when it comes to, like, this entertainment field and, and arts and stuff like that, it has such a, um, like, a negative view on it. Like, you hear all the bad stuff about when it comes to the entertainment field. Sure. You hear it all over the social media, like, however you listen to and tune in. Mm-hmm. It's all negative stuff. Yeah. But you don't ever hear about, like, what's some of the good stuff that comes with it. Sure. Or what people do. So, with me, I try to, like, you know, just show people the real the real me. Okay. Yes, I love the arts, and I love doing this and that, but, you know, God is my first love at the end of the day. Okay. So, I always make sure I put him first and give all glory to him. Even, like, right now, like, how we're sitting here talking, mm-hmm. this is all glory to God. All right. So you you said you you want to you show God the give God the glory, but you also said something else that kind of hit me. You said you're authentically you, you 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 you're not trying to be somebody right. else just because you're in that field. It doesn't mean you, we may like other people in the field. I guess that you know we model ourselves after, right. but at the end of the day, you've got to be you. Exactly, and that's funny because like you and I had sat down at um at lunch one day. And um, you guys said, you know, one thing that you wanted me to be, it's just like really just be yourself. Okay. And when you said that, it kind of, it struck me in that moment. I never said it to you, but it struck me in that moment. Like, so many people get into this field and not, you know, be themselves. Okay. They start painting another picture of them. Okay. Uh, And that's not who they really are. So when people see me post my stuff on Instagram, Mm -hmm. It's me really being me. It's not nothing to to boast, to fake. It's me being me. Not just what I do, but I want to also show you, like, you know, my real life. Like, I'm documenting everything. Like, me hanging out with my friends and how we're acting up and stuff like that. So Okay, okay. So, if you haven't been on his Instagram, Tav Wonder, uh, that's Tav Wonder, one word. Uh, You'll see some really good modeling. You'll see some... Uh, really good suggestions for acting and different things that will just help you in the field of arts and entertainment. Um, but something else, though, you sh- you shared that you did with special needs. Tell me about that journey, because that's a whole other mountain, yes, the mountain of education. Um, how is it dealing with special needs kids in, in this type of environment? Um, I know you can't touch the kids anymore, and, and when I say touch, I'm not talking about a negative touch or, mm-hmm. or, or, or some gesture that's sexual in nature mm-hmm. but I'm talking about being able to affirm them love them uh, and let them know that you're part of their life but now things have changed mm-hmm. because of all of the you know negative interactions and interfaces that adults are having with kids recently mm-hmm. um, but we still have to be able to communicate that same love that same affirmation um, their parents are counting on it their parents need that support system, that scaffold system. 
So how is it for you, and how do you get that across to the kids? Right. It's, um, yes, with everything that's happening in the world pertaining to, to COVID and everything else that's going along with it, it has its challenging days, as I was saying with the last question. Um, but as far as like my work with special needs, the kids kids will always know when they feel loved. Mm-hmm. And working with special needs, they they always sense that with us, with the staff in our in our school. Mm-hmm. And even with us having because we do have to wear a mask um, mm-hmm. when we're around them. Sure. Now, when we first came back after shutdown, it it was crazy because we had to wear a gown, gloves, anytime you use around the kids. But okay. now it's it's getting more easier. Sure. But you know we still have to wear a mask. But um, as far as like working with our students, it's we just give them a lot of love, a lot of attention. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of fun activities for them to do. Like when most people look at special needs they think that they can't do certain things mm-hmm. or do like arts and craft or whatever we would normally do as a kid on a day-to-day basis sure but these kids have so much they have potential to really do them okay like as far as like telling us what colors they want to use or what choices they want to do for today mm-hmm. they, they can really do it Okay. And again, they sense all the love that we give them at the end okay. of the day. Okay. So so then it's not so much a pulling, it's, it's a more of a believing in them. Yes. And believing that they can do it in spite of their uh, situation and their circumstances. Yes. That's powerful, man. That's powerful. That takes a lot of patience. And uh, I'm sure you've got to have a lot of it. <laughs> <laughs> it does, but at the end of the day, I, I believe this is where God has called me to do. Okay. To be in both fields, the entertainment and arts, as well as working with kids, whether it's special needs, um, regular kids, high school, like like wherever it is, I feel this is where God wants me to be. You said you said to me on a, on a sidebar that that was a passion of yours. And yes. What, what do you mean? Why, why, why kids? You know, why in a time like this? And I, I know, you know, the suicides and all of this, but this is this passion is obviously triggered by God. To talk about, you know, when did you first know that you had that passion, and and how did you get involved with kids? So there's two different things. One, um, growing up, my grandmother was a Sunday school teacher. Okay. And you know, God bless her, and you know, she's she's in a good place right now. Okay. And. Growing up, you know, she taught Sunday school. I don't want to get the wrong numbers, but she's done it for years. Sure. You know, so I feel like I got it from her. Okay. It was like, first it was like my sister. My sister is a, um, she works in the school system. And then between my grandmother doing Sunday school, my sister working in uh, in the education field, mm-hmm. it was just like another easy transition for me. Okay. And too, I've always been, um, always been good with the kids okay because when just how I was saying about being true to yourself I just stay true to myself and anybody that knows me I am a goofy character mm-hmm. I love to laugh you know and just and just have fun you know okay. and I think that's why kids love to kind of like hang around me okay. okay like even like my students like one of my students like she loves to pull pranks on me okay 
and for all for anybody that's tuning in from that from that school, y'all know who that student is, yeah. <laughs> you know. And she's messed with me since the start of the school year to the end of the school year. Okay, okay, yeah, okay. So, so again, I, I hear that same thread being a, a, a authentically you, mm-hmm. um, providing the kids with an organic environment and organic experience so they can relate to you. Right. You know, uh, and I, I think that's even critical um, as we talk about engaging these mountains. I guess a, a second question for me, and it's probably like my fifth question, but I, uh, at least on on uh, our sheet today, what is it like maturing in a world that is anti-Christ and anti-God? Mm. <laughs> it's... I know I keep saying it's challenging, but that's the best way I can describe it. Because it's like nowadays, people have gone through so many quote-unquote church hurt. Yeah. Or not even just like church hurt, just hurt by people that are Christians. Mm-hmm. So when they see another Christian coming up to them, they automatically have like a, um, a mindset who they are. Mm-hmm. And me coming along, being a Christian person... I get that a lot. Okay. So they probably think, oh, he's probably just like the last one or this one or whoever. Mm-hmm. And whereas like, nah, I'm the total opposite. Okay. So when people come to me with problems or, or just for me to listen to them, mm-hmm. I tell them straight up, I'm not perfect. You know, I have my issues, you know. We all do. But if I can take what I've learned or what I've just been through and if it can help even if it's just one person with their problem. Mm-hmm. I just, you know, tell them that. You know, there, there's always this this thing, and I, I, I like that you, you've mentioned church hurt. I didn't know we'd go down this field, but this is something that I, I've explored extensively. Mm-hmm. And I think that for believers out there who experience what we call church hurt, I really believe that we need to go back, and I'm going to circle around too, right. but... I really believe we need to go back and actually read the Bible again. Right. Because there is no biblical character that's in the Bible of any real significance mm. that has not experienced hurt amongst the people of God. Right. And that essentially is because hurt is part of the road of construction that God uses to build character in people. Right. And we have to be able to overcome hurt. We have to be able to be hurt, then learn how to love the experience that God is giving us because you just said something, and I'm going to tie it into what you said. You said, if I can use my experiences to help somebody else. Mm -hmm. Well, if you don't have any hurts, if you don't have any pains, if you don't have any tragedy, if you don't have any times of negativity in your life, Mm -hmm then you have no test. And if you have no test, you have no testimony. And if you have no testimony, then people cannot use you to overcome by the word of your testimony and the blood of the lamb. And so uh, hurt, you know, Jesus, his whole, the iconic figure of Jesus on the cross, the pain, the the prosecution, the ridicule, all that hurt Mm -hmm. went to the cross and he died for us. 
And in the same way, if we're going to live for Christ, we're going to die to self. And so hurt causes us to learn to die to self so that it, it hurts, but there'll come a place where it doesn't hurt anymore. Exactly. And I was going to say, too, like, no matter what the situation is, like, I can say personally for me, I mean, it's, it's a human thing of emotions. I feel a certain way. Sure. But then after a certain time, and I try to do this whenever I go through certain things, mm-hmm. I try to kind of like sit, die down to myself and be like, okay, Father, like re- reveal to me everything that's happened from A to Z. Because mm-hmm. sometimes, and, I, and I've heard this from um, from Pastor Lewis at Citywide Church. Mm-hmm. He said, and I'm going to quote him, he said, sometimes it's not even the enemy coming at you. Sure. It's you doing it to yourself. Sure. And when he said that, like, the whole church got quiet. Yeah. Yeah. And I remember I sat back, I leaned back, I was like, ooh. Because yeah. it's true, like, we get to a place where we're so quickly be like, that enemy's doing it. Yeah. The, devil doing, he, the devil's doing it, you know? Mm-hmm. When half the time, it's not even him. It's us. It's us. We're doing it to ourselves. And we open the door for the enemy to exactly. come and just smack us upside the head. Exactly. I always say it was something similar to Pastor Burgos. I say the worst enemy is the enemy in me. Mm. That's my worst enemy. Gotcha. You know, because yeah. if we can put the flesh under subjection and really be led of the spirit, like you just said, half the stuff we go through, we won't go through because the spirit ain't going to lead you down that mm-hmm. road. Not going to lead you to the left and to the right when we need to be going straight. Right. You know, so, yeah. And then I, even, I, like, you know, in those moments when I'm just, like, dying to myself and I'm asking God for, like, reflection and things mm-hmm. like that, mm-hmm. I just ask I just ask God, okay, Lord, like, help me to better myself to not do that again. Yeah. You yeah. know? Yeah. Help me to be a better person tomorrow than I was today in that moment. I like that. I you like know? that. That's real is it is it a hard pill to swallow and do yes it is mm-hmm. it's not easy <laughs> yeah but it's just something that I feel because I want to do I do it because just to better my relationship with God okay and to become a better person I like that tab I, I, I think that's critical for all of us to be able to look at the man in the mirror and say hey God it's, it's not the devil it's not the enemy it's it's me and if you can make me a better person, I like that. If you can make me a better person, better than I was today, tomorrow, man, that's that's powerful right there. Yeah. I'm going to steal a little bit of that, y'all. <laughs> y'all to get that, y'all. Hit that. You heard it from Tavis Smiley. That's right, Tab Wonder Instagram. You heard it from him first. But if you hear me say it, you know where I got it from, so I'm going to give him credit today. <laughs> that's good. That's good. That's good. I tell you, I tell you. Um... So, and we probably kind of tapped on some of this. How do you let your light shine in a community that says there is no light? Hmm. I look at it like this, and you and I have spoken about this the other day, too. I I use this, I use, like, a lot of, like, world things as, as mm-hmm. an example. So, anybody that's listening right now, that this is just me as a person in general. So, I'm sorry. Um, think about it like this. It's a rainstorm, thunderstorm. Mm-hmm. It's cloudy and all this other stuff is happening. Mm-hmm. All it takes is that one light to shine through to make all the darkness go away. Yeah, yeah. So as far as like how do I use <clears throat> how do I use my light to shine mm-hmm. on like in the world I live in? Sure. I just love on people. That's that, it. That's that's just me. That's my 
that's my light. It's just the love on people. That's that's a big light. I wake up every morning, go to work, tired or not tired. I just continue to love on my coworkers, mm-hmm. my students, mm-hmm. day in and day out. If it comes to doing a video shoot, photo shoot, love on the people that's around day in and day out. Okay. No matter who they are or what their situation is, just love on them. And I feel like that's what we are missing in today's world. It's just the love. It used to be a song many years ago, before you were born, Tavis, yeah. what the world needs now is love. Yeah. More love. And uh, I think that was Doris Day. I'm not even sure now it's been so long. But, yeah, the, the Bible says that God is love. And if we can every day love on somebody, we can... He, I, I, this is really... When I hear Tavis talk, I kept hearing in my head, love the unlovable. Mm-hmm. You know, because we all think there are people that don't want to be loved, but everybody wants to be loved. Right. And through that love, you know, we say because God first loved us, Mm -hmm. that's the reason we love him. Right. You know, we didn't love him first. He loved us first. Exactly. While we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. And because of that love, we're all here today. Right. And uh, that's that's good, man. That that's a perfect way. To just, you know, even close out today's broadcast, uh, just talking about love and remembering that, you know, as you go through this life, guys, as you live your life, every day, find somebody to love. Find somebody to be nice to. Find someone to do nice things to. Do what we call ARC, acts of random kindness to different people every day. And eventually they will see the love of God in you. So it's not so much, I love this, what you said, Travis. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not about trying to fix people. It's about trying to love people. Right. And that's incredibly important as we have this conversation, as you are living in this postmodern world. Don't try to fix everybody. Just love upon them and let God fix them. Hey, you have been listening to the Kingdom Influencing Podcast. I'm your host. Derek L. Calhoun. I've been here today with Brother Tavis Smiley. Uh, again, Instagram, Tav Wonder. Check it out. You need a model, you need an actor, DM him, hook him up. He'll do you right. It'll be a good show. It'll be a good movie. He does shorts too. Uh, uh, it's just wonderful having you here today, Tavis. Anything you want to say before we close out? Uh, two things. Um, one, also to give love and then speak life into one another okay that's another i feel like it's another important thing that people need mm-hmm. nowadays i was speaking to somebody one day and this person is a couple years older than me and mm-hmm. they're just telling me how much they wanted to work in the medical field sure but then they let spirit of doubt and fear and this and that kind of get in their head and then it stayed in their head so I'm just like, okay, Lord, like, well, like, what can I say? What can I say to, to, to speak to that person? And honestly, for anybody that's listening, whether you want to be in the arts field, medical field, whatever it is, I just want to tell you, keep God first. And that was one of the things I said in my Instagram post. I did a little hashtag and I said, God first. Because honestly, that's how I was able to do any, any of this. Even right now to sit here with Bishop Calhoun, a lot of stuff 
personally would not be happening if it was off of me. It's off of like just God doing on his timing and for his will, his way. That and Bishop, I give you honor that you know that you allow me to be here and to talk to you and on your on your podcast show. It's been a it's been an amazing thing. And for a lot for people that don't know me, Bishop go way back for years. And he's watched me growing up, so to be able to see here right now and talk to you like this is it's it's amazing and it's an honor. So thank you. Um, thanks for being on the show. He Tavis just told you uh my closing thing is always go and influence the nations. He just told you how. Encourage people, love up on people. So remember, again, go and influence the nations. That's it, that's it. Peace. <laughs>